Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 142, Winter Air Ride Suspension Diagnostics. Uh, This one I I felt was kind of interesting. It's going to be an article from a trade magazine like I've done in the past. It is a little bit technical, but it's really not too bad. And I I thought it was uh, kind of interesting from the standpoint of the things, different things that air ride suspensions can do more so in the wintertime where they can do some kind of kind of weird things. Okay. And so the article talks about that. And uh, me being living in, and having my shop in Southern California, I, we don't really, <laughs> I don't really run across some of the things he talks about, but obviously in colder climates, that's a different story. So I thought this was worthwhile to uh, bring to you. Um, it's from a trade magazine, automotive repair trade magazine called Import Car, and the author is Andrew Markell. Uh, he's quite a prolific writer, actually. He's a technical uh, writer, and, and um, so he's done a lot of different articles that I certainly have gone through in the past. So a couple quick commercials. Again, if you ever want to get a hold of me, it's bkpodcast5 at uh, gmail.com. And also, um, I do have, if, if you want to uh, subscribe to the podcast and get some, uh, some additional uh, episodes that are only available through subscription, if you go to podbean.com and then do a search for Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast series, uh, you'll come to the homepage, upper right-hand corner, you'll see it say, it, there's a link that says become a patron. If you click on that, uh, you can, uh, if you want to subscribe, it's, I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less, you can do more. Uh, it does not have to be ongoing. Uh, you can just buy one month if you want. But the advantage is that it, it allows you to uh, have access to about 12 to 15 podcasts that I specifically chose uh, to make available that way because if you take the information from those podcasts and apply them in your automotive ownership life uh, i know that you can save thousands if not maybe even tenth of tens of thousands of dollars and probably some frustration in regards to again your your car ownership life so uh, that's why i kind of made that available that way so uh, you know hope you uh, want to take advantage of that and or just also it helps to support the cost of the podcast and ongoing training and so on so forth so All right, so let's get started. Uh, Again, this is called Winter Air Ride Diagnostics. It could be in a Land Rover, Mercedes, or BMW, but chances are if you are a European specialist, again, this is written, I'm sorry, this is off off article here. Uh, This is written as if uh, to automotive trade uh, repair technicians, okay? So it's from that viewpoint. Okay, I'm sorry, let's start over. It could be in a Land Rover, Mercedes, or BMW, but chances are, if you are a European specialist in the colder regions of the country, you will soon get a customer in complaining about a warning light or message saying there is a problem with their air ride suspension. It is a common occurrence on the coldest days of the year or on a day with wide temperature variation to get a customer call or visit complaining that they have a warning message on their dash telling them the air ride suspension system is malfunctioning or there is a fault. It is also a problem on higher mileage vehicles. 
the customer may say that the vehicle is not riding low and that they do not notice any other problems. But in extreme cases, the customer may see a message that the vehicle is too low. By the time it gets to your shop or sits for more than 30 minutes, the air suspension could be working just fine and the message could be gone, but a code for plausibility or a leak might be stored in the suspension module. To the untrained technician, a winter air ride problem might lead down the path of assumption that there is a leak in the system. However, chances are there are no detectable leaks. These types of failures are usually set by parameters from the air ride module for a specific action to cause an expected result. Think of it as an EVAP system. An EVAP system can't see an actual leak, but it can detect a leak with a pressure reading. EVAP, just again, this is off article, EVAP meaning evaporative fuel uh, emissions test. This is testing for fuel vapor leakage in your fuel tank and fuel supply system. So that is a different system, but he's trying to use that analogy. So anyway, back to the article. Codes might be correlated with the time it takes for the compressor to replenish the reservoir or the time it takes to carry out a trim adjustment. If it takes too long, the control module will assume there is a problem and puts the vehicle into a safe mode to preserve the compressor and airbags. While these observations by the system could be the result of a leak, these faults are more likely the result of a weak compressor, sensor, or problem with the solenoids controlling the system. Sensors. There are three types of sensors information a vehicle uses to trim the ride height and regulate the compressor. Temperature, pressure, and ride height. Temperature is a significant parameter for air ride, such that air density and pressure can vary widely due to temperature. This is called Charles' Law. <clears throat> Excuse me. If a driver with an air ride suspension drives his vehicle home from work with an outside temperature of 32 degrees Fahrenheit, and the brakes also heat the air in the bladders, the air's volume in the bladder expands. If the driver parks the car overnight and wakes up to a 10 degree Fahrenheit morning, the air inside the bladder will have contracted and there will be less volume and pressure to support the vehicle. When he walks outside, the vehicle will be riding lower. Air temperature also impacts the reservoir. As the temperature decreases, the amount of air in the reservoir also decreases. This means there is less air to trim the vehicle. Charles' law also applies to compressors. If an air intake temperature is lower, the compressor can use denser air. In that case, the time to pressurize the reservoir should be reduced. All air ride control modules regulate how long the compressor will run to keep temperatures inside at a safe range. Safe range, excuse me. The control module will look at ambient temperature and other factors to, to, to determine when and how long the compressor should run to generate the correct volume and pressure to fill the reservoir or trim the vehicle. Outside, an ambient temperature sensor or the mass airflow sensor can determine temperature. Some systems will have a thermocouple connected to the compressor. Measuring air temperature is critical because it will determine how much time it will take the compressor to fill the air springs and reservoir. Hall effect sensors measure travel at the wheels. These sensors also measure the right height of the vehicle, but the data generated is used to determine if a correction or adjustment was effective by measuring the time it takes to adjust. Pressure sensors are typically mounted in the reservoir, compressor, or control block. Most systems will measure only the pressure at the reservoir. 
pressure sensor input is used to determine the compressor output and not the pressures that go to the wheels. Leak detection. Most leaks will occur on the bellows of the air spring or the fitting for the air supply. Most air ride leaks fall into two categories, those that can be seen with the naked eye and those that need a little help to be seen. The soapy water method might work for some larger leaks, but there are special aerosol leak detector sprays that can make tiny leaks more visible by producing smaller bubbles with better surface tension. Some techs have had luck using small, sensitive microphones to hear leaks coming from air ride components, but this method might not work in some noisy shop environments. Codes. The codes for cold weather problems will typically include the words replenish, reservoir, overheat, no pressure increase, or timed out. There are two main culprits for these codes, a weak compressor or a leak in the system. It is possible that a sensor in the reservoir is faulty, but this is extremely rare. Codes may require a scan tool that can communicate with the air ride system, and the codes may be proprietary to the make and model. Also, a good scan tool can perform bidirectional tests and calibrate the system. One of the main operating parameters for the air ride system concerns controlling the temperature of the compressor. Modern systems will, are dry and do not use oil to lubricate the piston and bore. Therefore, excessive heat can destroy the piston and seal and bore. So that's that one, kind of a quickie, a little bit technical. Um, like I say, the, really the main reason for wanting to get out there, get it out there, was that I just um, thought that it was you know, good information for any of those, any people that live in colder climates, because this is, could be potentially more of a problem. I think you could understand by after you know me doing that article or reading it that um, you know obviously air expands and contracts based on temperature. So there are things that can happen to an air ride system where the system thinks something is wrong, where in reality there may not actually be anything wrong, other than the fact that it's cold outside. So um, you know, as the owner of a car, if you're if you live in a cold climate and uh, you do get some kind of a message or whatever. It's not a matter of ignoring it, but just understand that uh, it can be because of, of climate issue. And, you know, obviously you should have it checked out. I'm sure the people that live and work in colder climates that is, you know, certainly technicians get used to this kind of stuff. They can see it as what would be called a pattern failure or a pattern issue. Um, and certainly the, the shops that choose to specialize uh, in particular makes or models of cars uh, they become even more familiar with it. So just thought it was worthwhile. It was. It, it certainly piqued my interest in regards to uh, air suspension systems and, and obviously cold climate type weather. So I hope you found it interesting. Uh, again, if you want to email me, uh, bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to check out that uh, Becoming a Patron on the website, I would appreciate that. That'd be great. Um, and other than that, um, hopefully this was good information for you. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I uh, hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.